good morning, afternoon, or night, wherever you are. For me, it's very early in the morning. That's the only time I get some time to myself. At least, I try to. This morning, I'm joined by my co-host, James, my one-year-old son, so you might hear him in the background. He wanted to get up early with me this morning, I guess. But today... Our topic is accountability. So I wanted to give you some, some information on accountability, something that's very important to me. I wouldn't be sober without it. So let's get started. Accountability. The definition is the fact or condition of being accountable or responsibility. So in my life, accountability was what got me sober. As I've said before, I tried to quit many, 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 many times, and it never worked out because I was missing accountability. I wasn't telling anyone what I was trying to do. Instead, I just quit and hoped that everything would just magically get better, and my wife would stop wondering why I was being weird all the time, and all the lies and guilt and shame would go away, which it never did ever. And now that I'm sober, I can, I am accountable to my wife and to my kids. And then I also use accountability in parenting as everyone does. Um, last night, for instance, my daughters decided they wanted to go on an adventure in air quotes in the house. So they wanted their backpacks from the reading room and they wanted to fill them with all kinds of random stuff from all over the house. And I said, okay, but if you do that, you have to put everything back when you're done. And of course, they agreed. And when it came time to put everything back, they didn't want to do it. So I had to stand there and obviously give them directions as she's only five and the other one, she's three but I gave them directions and I told them they cannot do anything else until it is picked up. They made a promise and I'm holding them accountable. And I use that word in front of them a lot so that they'll get familiarized with it. Because if you don't, then if you don't hold them accountable, then they'll just get away with everything. And when I was drinking, I was very bad about holding them accountable to anything. I mean, if I wasn't accountable, I couldn't expect them to be accountable. And yeah, that word accountable is going to be used a lot. I realize I've said it many times already, but guess what? That's the name of the episode, accountability. All right, so I have four steps of accountability. I kind of just, when I was making the outline for this episode, I just was writing down the first thing that came to mind. So my four steps are the thing, communicate, um consequence and do the work. So first, the thing, you know, what is the desired behavior or goal? You know, you got to identify what it is that you want. So if we take drinking, obviously, the the thing is drinking. I don't want to drink anymore. I can't drink anymore. Or well, I guess that's not a good way of saying it because if it's I can't drink, it's a negative, say, I don't have to drink, you know, whatever phrasing works for you, but the thing, not drinking, okay, and then you communicate is tell someone about it, 
And in my opinion, you should tell someone whose opinion of you is actually important to you. Like, you know, tell them what you're trying to do. If you don't care what they think about you and you fail, then, you know, it won't be as a big of a deal to you. So, like, anonymous accountability things don't really work for me. It didn't before. So, you know, make sure you pick somebody that you actually care about their opinion, someone you respect. All right, and then uh, the consequence. You know, what will happen if you fail? You know, like or give up or just don't don't do the work, don't follow through. You know, for me, my accountability people are my wife, my kids, my sponsor in AA, and my friends in AA. So if I fail, for one, I know that they will my my wife will be disappointed, uh, potentially sad. And, you know, I have some real consequences because I almost lost my family due to my drinking. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fail. I can't fail. But that is a consequence, potentially losing my family, my home, you know, everything that I've worked for. So figure out what your consequences are if you don't follow through. Bless you, James. All right. Jeez, bless you again. And do the work is the final thing. Do what you need to do to achieve your goal. What does that look like? You know, go into meetings. Maybe you need to go to rehab or an outpatient thing. Getting a counselor. Um, getting a sponsor. I mean, I have a sponsor. And we've started doing step work and stuff. And, you know, it's just extra layers of accountability are a good thing. And, um, yeah, so those are the four things for me, you know, the thing communicate consequence and do the work. And then, uh, I'm going to go into, I found some, a uh, little article online at alcoholrehabguide.org and it's five ways to keep yourself accountable in sobriety. And I'm not going to read the whole article. I got their five points and I kind of just put my own, like spin on it. So that's what I'm going to do. So the first one is tell your close friends and family about your sobriety. And I know that, um, Paul Churchill over at recovery elevator talks about this a lot. He calls it burning the ships. And that harkens back to, um, I can't remember the guy's name right now, but you know, some conquistador dude in South America a long time ago, uh, burned all of his own ships so his troops couldn't flee and go home. And he said, you know, if we're going home, we're going home on their ships. So there's no turning back, essentially, is what that means. Once you tell your, you know, family or close friends or whoever about sobriety, then it's much harder to be like, oh, never mind. I was just kidding. I don't know what I was thinking. So, you know, tell your friends and family about your sobriety, aka burn the ships. Number two, be honest. Tell people why you want to get sober. You know, don't don't make shit up. It's not going to work if, you know, someone tries to hand you a beer and you're like, oh, I'm uh, on a diet or something like that. Because when you tell somebody you're on a diet, 
unless like you're obviously overweight and you have problems with things like that um and your friends know about it they're not going to be as supportive they're like oh come on and there's going to be some peer pressure there and it's just not going to work the right way so you know be honest you know i'm in sobriety because i can't stop drinking once i start drinking i turn into an asshole when i drink all you know all the reasons why you want to quit you should just tell people and not hide and number three find an accountability partner i kind of talked about this when you know i said my state like step of communicate so you know, find an accountability partner, be it a sponsor, a sober friend, but just make sure they have the same goal as you. Like, you know, don't pick your old bartender or something as an accountability partner, because if they're not living the same kind of lifestyle, then it's just not as effective as having someone who has the same goal as you. You know, like, uh, I don't remember who the guy is. I think it's, was it Aaron Walker or somebody who does the podcast circuit a bunch? But, you know, he says you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with or whatever. So if you're surrounded by a bunch of drunks and drinkers all the time, then you're more likely to go back out. I'm not saying get rid of all of your friends if you have drinking buddies and stuff, but especially early on in sobriety, maybe try to, you know, just hang out with people that want the same thing you do and don't want to go get wasted all the time or, you know, high or, you know, whatever your substance of choice or whatever you want to call it, substance of challenge, the thing that was doing the thing for you, but no longer works for you because you're trying to get sober. So Find somebody that will help you. And then number four, stay connected. Uh, that means if you are having trouble, reach out to the person you're accountable to. I mean, don't do it all alone. That's the whole point of accountability and having like a sponsor and all this stuff. You don't want to do it alone. So don't do it alone. Communicate. Talk. I know it's been said many times that the opposite of addiction is connection. And that was true for me. I mean, when I was in this, the stages of my drinking, I was very isolated as a stay at home dad. I didn't get out much anyway, but I stopped talking to family. I stopped talking to the few friends that I do have. And I mean, I stopped talking to my wife for the most part, because every time she would come home, we would just get in a fight anyway, because I was drinking and denying it and lying about it. So communication is key. Communicate often, you know, with a sponsor, for instance, you might just want to check in every day and just say, hey, I'm doing well, or, you know, hey, I'm feeling a kind of way. I mean, for me, part of my accountability is if I do have a craving or I feel like I'm in a bad mood even or being stressed out, I text someone because just the act of doing that is putting you, you know, in a better spot. It's holding you more accountable because if you go out after that, then they're going to know. So like for me, 
my wife would be at work and I'll message her like, Hey, I'm kind of stressed out today. I'm having, you know, this issue or whatever. So if she comes home and I'm acting drunk, then she knows that I did drink. So just that layer of accountability makes it more, or I guess far less likely that I'm not going to go out and drink because then she'll know. And that would be harder for me to lie myself out of it when I'm drunk and go back to my old ways of lying about everything. And um, number five, keep a list of what you have to lose. Again, pretty self-explanatory. For me, my list is if I go back out and stay out, I will lose my wife. I will lose my kids. I will lose my house. You know, my three dogs and my three cats. I'll lose everything. Everything I've worked so hard as a stay-at-home dad to build. I mean, I, I worked to put my wife through school so I could be home with the kids and we could you know, build this life where we can homeschool our kids and we can go to parks, go to zoos, do all this awesome stuff. And if I go back to drinking, I can potentially lose all of that. So that's, you know, accountability in a nutshell. That's my take on it. And now I just want to talk about what happens if you do mess up. So if you stumble, get back up. That's the first thing. You know, uh, if you have the clarity at the time, like you take a drink, two drinks, whatever, and then realize what happened, then stop. If you get shit faced, then, you know, the next day, dust yourself off. And the first thing you should do is contact some people, you know, like your accountability people. I mean, it doesn't matter if your goal is sobriety or something else. If you fail, be honest with the people that you're accountable to tell them you messed up. If you keep that secret and act like it never happened, it'll be that much easier to get away with it again, you know, to go back into it again. Um, like that's what it was for me. I mean, I would stop for a while and things would get better. And then I'd start drinking again and I would never tell anybody and things would just progress back to the way they were. But in almost no time, I was drinking just like the way I was before, getting in fights with my wife like I was before. And yeah, you just need to be accountable. So tell someone if you mess up. Don't just try to continue on like nothing ever happened because then it gets that much easier to lie again. Um. And then, like, a note on sponsors, if you're an AA or another 12-step program or something that has sponsors, um, if your sponsor fires you because you had a relapse, especially if it's your first one, then, in my humble opinion, they're a shitty sponsor. I mean, get you a sponsor who will help you back up when you're down, not kick you. And I know that some sponsors will lay that out ahead of time, like, oh, I'll be your sponsor, but these are my conditions. And if one of their conditions is if you relapse, they're going to fire you. Don't waste your time with that person. You know, find someone who is going to help you through the rough parts. Like, I know a few people in my program that relapse all the time. Like, some of them have been in the program for decades, and they still have less sobriety than I do. And I'm not judging that person. Their, you know, their circumstances are different than mine. And 
I use them to help me with my sobriety because that's something I don't want. So I can watch that person and know what they have and don't have. And I mean, if you're going to be a sponsor and just kick them to the curb the first time things get rough, then you need to reevaluate yourself as a sponsor. Um, so, you know, who are you accountable to? If it's nobody, find somebody. Sobriety is a lifelong road with lots of holes you could fall in and you need somebody to pull you out. Um, going it alone is just, I just don't understand how anyone could. I don't know if anyone ever has. I definitely did not work for me and there's no way I'd be where I am right now with, you know, without the help of my, my family, my friends, um, and you know, my sponsor, um, I would just want a big, big thank you to my wife, the best person I know. Um, you know, Dr. Bob in the A book had it right when he says us alcoholics have a, a knack for picking the most wonderful spouses and just torturing and tormenting them. You know, that wasn't an exact quote. I'm going off the top of my head, but yeah, it was something like that. And it's true. My wife is the best person I know. As far as uh, resources for accountability go, one of the things that, one of the books that I really enjoyed was uh, Jocko Willing's book, Extreme Ownership. You know, the concept of extreme ownership is basically taking responsibility for your actions. You know, if something went wrong, then claim responsibility for it. Don't try to pass the buck or the blame or whatever. I did a lot of that in my drinking and, you know, it might make you feel better at the time, but it's only a temporary relief. You're never going to feel good about the things you did, the decisions you made, if you don't take responsibility for them. In the end of the day, you do you. You know, that's something that we say around the house, my house all the time. My five-year-old thinks it's hilarious and uses it all the time. You know, you do you, boo. And she'll say that about everything especially like to her little sister when she's like, you know, Alice, I want to do this. And, and then Alice goes, you do you boo. And then she'll go do her own thing. So, you know, just be accountable, be responsible. And when you mess up, take ownership of that. Don't try to like, Oh, I messed up because so-and-so gave me a beer or so-and-so offered me some drugs. Like, who put your who put you in that situation? Did someone hold you down and pour a beer in your mouth? Did someone, you know, did you trip and fall and some coke went up your nose? No. Like every time you relapse or do anything, fail in any goal you have, you have a part to play. So you got to figure out what part that was and make sure you don't do it again. All right. So with all that said, thanks for uh, thanks for being here. Wow. Thanks for the listen. Oh man! Wow! Oh, good job, bud. All right, and remember to rate and subscribe if you like the show. Uh, I'm told it helps helps out. So yeah, please do that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SoberDadPod, or send me an email at SoberDadPodcast at gmail.com. 
And yeah, like if you're on Twitter, go ahead and hit me with an at with some like sober dad or mom pics or stories. You know, those would be cool. Um, wanted to give a shout out to Recovery Posse on Twitter. I just joined Twitter the other day, and there's some good conversations going on over there. I've been in, uh, enjoying it. I got into one of those Twitter Spaces things with um, some people on there, another podcaster, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to all the positive content on that, on that thread. There's a lot of people in there helping each other out, picking each other back up and just praising each other. A lot of awesome sobriety picks and things like that. So, uh, yeah, hit me up on Twitter. I'm pretty much giving up on Instagram. I, I, I'm a 33 year old boomer. I don't know how to use that and I don't really care to learn to be honest. So yeah. Okay, that is a wrap. Um, James, you got anything you want to say? Coffee. Coffee? Coffee. Coffee. Nice. Well, I'm not going to give you any coffee, but do you want some milk or something? Coffee. No, coffee. Only coffee. Coffee. My kind of man. All right. Well, with that said, I'm John Skillman. He's James Skillman. And... Raise your kids and not glasses. Mm-hmm.